0: From the Old Testament book of Numbers, chapter 3, all the way to the New Testament, the second epistle of Timothy, there is a recurring phrase. From the book of Numbers, chapter 3, all the way to the second epistle of Timothy, there is a recurring phrase. Two words. Be strong. And I've said it many times before and I will say it again. Times change, people don't. In those days, the people of God needed to be strong. And in these days, the people of God have the same need. We need to be strong. Let me give you some examples. Deuteronomy 31, six: Be strong and of good courage, fear not. Joshua 1.6, be strong and of a good courage. 1 Chronicles 28.20, be strong and of good courage and do it, fear not. Isaiah 35.4, be strong, fear not. Haggai 2.4, be strong all ye people of the land. Zechariah 8.13, fear not but let your hands be strong. 1 Corinthians 16.13 Be strong. Ephesians 6.10-18 through 18, Finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.1 Therefore my son be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So of all the things that we need and we have a lot of things that we desperately need but what we need most is to be strong. And in this context, I'm talking about emotional resilience. When something is resilient, it can return to its original state after being bent, stretched, compressed, or or, or stretched. In human terms, emotional resilience is the ability to come back after setbacks. In human terms, emotional resilience is the ability to come back after setbacks. Emotional resilience is the ability to recover from depression after extreme loss. Emotional resilience is the ability to return to hope after misfortune. However, emotional resilience is only part of what it means to be strong. Moses told Joshua not only to be strong, but be of good courage. Courage is strength of mind. Mm -hmm. Courage is the ability to face danger, to face difficulty, to face uncertainty or pain without being overcome by fear or being deflected from a chosen course of action. You press toward the mark. Living in this evil and wicked world requires courage because this world is a dangerous place. This world is a difficult place. This world is a place of uncertainty. This world is a place of misery and pain. This world can make us weak with fear. This world is ungodly. And it can cause those who desire to live godly to lose focus. Nevertheless, by the word of God and the power of the Holy Ghost, the people of God have the knowledge, the ability, and the resiliency to be strong. Ephesians 6.10. Ephesians 6.10. Paul told the saints. He told them how to be strong. Ephesians 6.10. Told them how to be strong. He said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So the key to understanding this passage in that is that in order to be strong, What one must do is put on the whole armor of God. In the Greek armor is panoply, Mm -hmm. P-A-N-O-P-L-Y, panoply. And it's likened to to a body or a protective covering. Mm -hmm. A panoply, it's likened to a body or a protective covering. Thus, in order to be strong, one must put on the protective covering of God. To be strong, we've got to put on the protective covering of God. Galatians Mm 3.26 Galatians 3.26 tells us what this covering is and how we put it on. Galatians 3.26 tells us what this covering is and how we put it on. He says For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. So when we get baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins and filled with the Holy Ghost, we put on Christ. We put on the whole armor of God. Now, in Ephesians 6, he says, there are two main reasons why we put on Christ and why we put on the whole armor of God. The first reason, Sister Cooper, is so we can stand against the wiles of the devil. In the Greek, wiles is "methodia." The devil has methods of deceit, craftiness, and trickery. Second Corinthians 2.10. ten. Second Corinthians 2.10, Paul says, To whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything to whom I forgave it, for your sakes forgave it in the person of Christ. Why, Paul? Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Yes, so the point here is that the devil has devices. He has methods by which he challenges our courage, methods by which he can tries to diminish our strength. But Paul says in the person of Christ Jesus we have a covering. We have protection from the devil's devices. Christ is our defense. Christ is our covering. And by the covering of the Holy Ghost, we are protected from the wiles of the devil. And we have the mind of Christ. Therefore, we are not ignorant of his devices. 1 John 2.20 1 John 2.20 he says but we have an unction from the Holy One and ye know all things. Who is the Holy One? The Holy One is the Holy Ghost. The unction of the Holy Ghost is the anointing of God. And the unction of the Holy Ghost is the Christ that we put on by faith and and baptism. The unction of the Holy Ghost is is put on by faith and baptism. And the unction of the Holy Ghost does what? He enables us to stand and be strong on a spiritual level. Therefore, Because we have put on Christ, we have the unction of the Holy Ghost. We have the whole armor of God, and by his power and his panoply, we are able to stand against the devices and the methods of the wicked one. Ephesians 6.12. We see the second reason why we must put on Christ. Why? Because we wrestle. Not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Minister Cooks, he says, we wrestle, we tussle, we're in a vigorous fight. Not against flesh and blood, so our fight is not physical. We're in a spiritual battle that must be fought with spiritual weapons. And this battle is not the temporal. This battle is for the eternal. This battle is about the eternal soul, not the temporal body. And you know, the human soul is the most valuable thing God ever created, brought into existence. And our battle is against the enemy of our souls whose objective now is to eternally separate us from God. And we know this is true because God placed himself in a panoply of flesh, hung on the cross, suffered, bled and died. Why? To save us from eternal separation from him. And because Christ bore our sins and iniquities in his body, because He shed his precious blood for our redemption by the power of the Holy Ghost, we can put on the whole armor of God, and we can be strong. Amen. Yes, sir. Romans 15:13 Romans 15:13, Paul says, "Now the God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace." In believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. So he says by believing in the God of hope, the God of joy and the God of peace, we abound in hope. We are amply supplied with hope. Why? Because by hope we have the strength to carry on. By hope, we have joy in the midst of sorrow. With hope, we have peace in the midst of chaos. We who are filled with the Holy Ghost are never, ever, ever, never, ever without hope. Through the God of hope, we have optimistic perceptions every day. H, have. O, optimistic. P, perceptions. E, every day. We have hope. Therefore we will not and we cannot be defeated. By the power of the Holy Ghost we are resilient. By the power of the Holy Ghost we can stand. By the power of the Holy Ghost we are never in a hopeless situation because by the power of the Holy Ghost we abound in hope. Now, in Ephesians 6:14 Ephesians 6:14 Paul uses the metaphor of physical things to illustrate the defensive elements in the armor of God. He says, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And above all, Taking the shield of faith, mm-hmm. wherewith ye are be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Yeah. And take the helmet of salvation yeah. and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Yeah. Praying always with all prayer and supplication. How, Paul? In the Spirit, yeah. and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Now, if we remove the metaphors, we see that the whole armor of God has six defensive elements. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, and the word of God. So when we put on the whole armor of God, we can be strong in truth. Truth is our best defense against lies and deception. When we put on the armor of God, we're able to be strong in righteousness. Why? Because righteousness means we are right with God. And when we're right with God, he is our, advo- our, our advocate. He goes before us. He's behind us. He's above us. He's beneath us. He's to the left of us. He's to the right of us. He goes before us and no weapon formed against us shall prosper. For if God be for us, who can be against us and win? When we put on the whole armor of God, we're able to be strong in peace because being strong is a place of peace in the midst of problems and difficulties. He will keep us in perfect peace. Why? Because our minds are stayed on him. When we put on the whole armor of God, we're able to be strong through faith. Why? Because we walk by faith. And not by sight. Therefore we are not shaken by what we see. We trust in the Lord with all of our hearts. And we lean not to our own understanding. Because in all our ways we acknowledge him and he directs our path. When we put on the whole armor of God, we're able to be strong through salvation. We know that we are safe, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. We are sealed and kept from harm by the power of God, by the power of the Holy Ghost. And this is the source of our confidence in him. When we put on the whole armor of God, we're able to be strong through the word of God. Paul says the word of God is the sword of the spirit. And notice spirit is capitalized. So the sword of the spirit is the word of the Holy Ghost. He sent his word to heal them and to deliver them from destruction. And it is by our confidence in his word, Sister Cooper, that we are able to be strong. We can be strong in him And in the power of his might, his word is his might and his might is our strength. His word is his might and his might is our strength. So by his word, we can be resilient. By his word, we can endure. By his word, we can overcome. By his word, we can stand by his word. We can be strong. We are kept by the power of God because of his word. We are protected from the devices of the adversary because of his word. Yes. We are eternally free from sin because of his word. Yes. The word of God is truly a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Yes. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> then to keep the power flowing, he says, praying always with all prayer and supplication In the spirit. So when we put on the whole armor of God, we're able to be strong by praying always in the spirit. Once again, we see that spirit is capitalized. Well, when we put on the whole armor of God, what is the initial sign that we have put on Christ? The initial sign that we have put on Christ is that we speak in tongues as he gives us the ability. Oh, but it goes much farther than that. 1 Corinthians 14 2. 1 Corinthians 14 2. 1 Corinthians 14 2. He says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth. Himself. So when you're speaking in tongues, you're speaking directly to God and the adversary of your soul does not even know what you're saying because it's the language of righteousness. It's the language of faith and it is how we are strong. It is how we build ourselves up on our most holy faith. How? By praying in the Holy Ghost. So by praying in the spirit, we keep the power of God flowing, because when we speak in tongues, we speak directly to God. When we pray in tongues, we are edified. When we pray in tongues, we are built up on our most holy faith. When we pray in the spirit, what happens? We are strengthened with might by his spirit. How? In the inner man. That's what he says. Ephesians 3, 16. We are strengthened with might. There it is again. Be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. And we are strong by the the inner man. Our strength is in the inner man. And it is by his spirit, by the power of the Holy Ghost, that we can be strong. Mm -hmm. Praying in the spirit, our souls are made strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And you know, when we pray in the spirit, Mm -hmm. the Holy Ghost makes intercession. For us. Yes. Romans 8 twenty six. Yes. Romans 826. Yes. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. Mm-hmm. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Yes. But the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Yes. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. Why? Here it comes because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So he's our advocate and he's still going before us even when we don't know he's going before us. He's always there. He's our ever-present help in time of need. He says, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. I will be with you to the end of the world and in all eternity I shall be with you. So the Holy Ghost, now when we're praying in the Spirit, He's speaking in our place and on our behalf. And we don't know what to pray for. Why? Because this flesh doesn't know what to pray for. And our flesh will get in the way. Whenever you try to pray in in, in your language, in English, your flesh gets in the way. Because your flesh starts telling God what it wants. But the Holy Ghost makes intercession for us according to the will of God. And what the God wants for me is what I want, because I know he will never give me anyone nothing for me. That is not good for me. He says, I will only give you good things. So when I'm praying in tongues and I'm speaking to God, the Holy Ghost is going before me according to the will of God. And he says, whatsoever you ask in my name, I will do that if it's according to my will. So being in the will of God is the only place we want to be, because yeah. being in the will of God, he's our he's our shield. He's our buckler. He's our defense. He's our strength. He's our power. He is our ability to be strong. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now. When we pray in the spirit, mm-hmm. all seven elements of our armor come into play. Yeah. How? Well, the Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth. Mm -hmm. Therefore he intercedes for us according to truth. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of righteousness. Therefore he intercedes for us according to righteousness. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of peace. Therefore he intercedes for us according to peace. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of salvation. Therefore he intercedes for us according to the grace by which we are saved. Hmm, I like that. The ho- he, he intercedes for us according to the grace by which, because we, we are saved by grace. The power of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is the spirit in the word of God. Therefore, he intercedes for us according to the word of God. The Holy Ghost prays for us. He's our advocate. Therefore, he intercedes for us. And you know what he does? He keeps us blameless. He keeps us faultless. He keeps us holy. He keeps us protected. He keeps us righteous. And he keeps us saved. Hallelujah. 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 When we put on the whole armor of God, we are under the watchful eye and the protection of the Holy Ghost. When we put on the whole armor of God, the Holy Ghost covers our souls. When we put on the whole armor of God, we are able to stand against the wiles of the devil. When we put on the whole armor of God, we are, Sister Lily, able to come back after setbacks when we put on the whole armor of god we can recover from depression when we put on the whole armor of god no matter how bad things seem to be the power of the holy ghost is there and we are never ever ever never ever without hope hallelujah 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 when we put on the armor, whole armor of God, we are strong in the Lord and in his the power of his might. And it is not only by our power that we his power that we are strong, but it is by his not only our power, but his power, because his power is working in us now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think how, Paul, according to the power that is working in us. So when we put on the whole armor of God, we put on the power of God. Yes. And he is able to do for more for us than we can ever ask or think. Yes. And he's doing a work in us. Yes, sir. He's doing a work through us. Yes. And he's doing a work for us. Yes. Yes. Let me tell you about your armor. Your armor will never wear out. All right. You don't have to take your armor to the cleaners because mm. your armor can never get dirty. You don't have to alter your armor because as you fill yourself with the word of God, it will expand and give you room to grow. I like that. You don't have to alter your armor because as you fill yourself with the word of God, it will expand and give you room to go. Your armor is never out of style. Your armor is tailor-made to fit your soul. Your armor will protect your soul from the fiery darts of the enemy and your armor will keep you from sin. <laughs> your armor will never fail you. Your armor will take you through this world and all the way into eternity. Your armor will bless you and keep you and give you peace. So wear your armor with confidence, knowing that by the whole armor of God, you can be strong. Now, we know that when we put on the whole armor of God, we put on the Holy Ghost, right? He's our panoply. He's our covering. So the question is then, how does he cover us? Well, firstly, he covers us with truth because he is the spirit of truth. He's our covering of strength and protection. Psalm 91, 4. Psalm ninety one four. He shall cover thee mm-hmm. with his feathers. Yes. Amen. And under his wings shall thou trust. Yes. His truth yes. shall be thy shield yes. and he, will, he shield and buckler. Yes. He will cover thee with his he'll cover you. Yes. His truth is our shield. Yes. Evil cannot stand against the spirit of truth. Yes. Truth neutralizes evil. The bondage of sin cannot stand against the spirit of truth. Truth breaks the chains of sin and liberates the soul. How do we know? Jesus says, you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. Yes, sir. Secondly, he covers us with righteousness. He is the spirit of righteousness. Second Corinthians 5.21. 2 Corinthians 5.21. For he hath made him to be sin for us. Who knew no sin? Why, Paul? That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Yes, yes. Third thirdly, he covers us with peace. Yes. Philippians four six. Philippians four six. Mm-hmm. Sister Cookie, he says this Be careful for nothing. Mm-hmm. But in everything, by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And what will happen, Paul? And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Oh man! Oh. Mm. So the Holy Ghost covers our minds. With peace. And it's a peace that passes all understanding. Uh-huh. All kind of stuff can be going on. Yes. And yet you're peaceful about it and you don't even know why. Yes. 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 Then fourthly, fourthly, he covers us through our faith in his word. Uh-huh. Why? Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Yes, First Corinthians sixteen 13. First Corinthians six thirteen says this. Watch ye. Mm-hmm. Stand fast in the faith quit ye like men Mm -hmm. be strong he says quit you like men Mm. in this context this is what quit quit means q-u-i-t it means listen 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 it means to behave oneself with wisdom Mm. and here it comes courage he says quit you like men behave yourself with wisdom and courage. Well, we know what wisdom is, don't we? Wisdom is knowing the right thing to do and doing it. And courage is strength of mind. So when you know the right thing to do and you got strength of mind and you got it by faith, it's on and cracking, isn't it? Thus, by faith in the word of God, with wisdom and courage, we can stand and we can be strong. Next, fifthly. The Holy Ghost covers us with salvation. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 1.13. Ephesians 1.13. Mm-hmm. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also after that ye believed, ye were also sealed with that holy spirit of promise. He says the spirit of promise is holy. So after we believed the word of truth, the gospel of our salvation, we were sealed and we were covered again by the Holy Spirit of truth. We were covered by the Holy Ghost. He is our salvation. He he is our salvation. Our infirmities and weaknesses are covered. How? By his blood. Our infirmities and weaknesses are covered by his blood. Hmm. Our adversary can't stand against the blood of Christ. The adversary of our soul cannot stand against the blood of Christ that covers our souls. There's power in the blood. There's wonder working power in the blood. There's healing power in the blood. There's saving power in the blood. There's protecting power in the blood. There's Holy Ghost power in the blood. In the, blood. the blood is our advocate. The blood is our intercessor. Yeah. intercessor. The blood seals and protects our armor from spots, from rips, from tears, and from blemishes. Yeah. Boy, I bet them designers wish they could build and make an armor like that, mm. make a garment like that. Thank you. Finally, through the word of God, we are covered by his comfort. 2 mm. Corinthians 1 3. 2 Corinthians 1 3. We are covered by. By his comfort, yeah, yeah. blessed be God, mm-hmm. even the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation. Is that what it says? He comforteth us in all our tribulations. Yes, sir. Well, we know that the Holy Ghost is the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, isn't he? What did the angel tell Mary? That which is conceived in you is of the Holy Ghost. Yes. And that which is conce- was conceived in her was Jesus Christ, right? So if that which was conceived in her was, uh, was of the Holy Ghost, and Jesus is the- that which was conceived, then the Holy Ghost is whom Paul is talking about. He's the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the Holy Ghost is the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's also the father of mercy. He's the one who shows compassion and kindly forbearance towards sinners. Yes, but he's also the comforter. He's the comforter who comforts us with comfort. He's the comforter who comforts us with comfort. In the Greek, comforter is parakletos. Parakletos, P-A-R-A-K-L-E-T-O-S. Parakletos. It is the source from which we receive consolation. Uh It is the source from which we we receive consolation encouragement it is the source from which we receive strength and the comforter comforts us that is to say he makes us comfortable with comfort which is in this case is parakalesis he makes us comfortable with comfort which in this context is parakalesis as one writer says as one writer says all of scripture is actually a parakalesis an exhortation of encouragement. Why? For the purpose of strengthening and establishing the believer. Yeah, yeah. All scripture is actually a paraklesis, an exhortation of encouragement. Our encouragement comes from the word of God. Where else can it come from? Our, our, our strength comes from the word of God. We are established and we stand on the Word of God. The Word of God is our firm foundation. The Word of God is how we're able to stand. The Word of God is how we're able to be strong. The Word of God is how we're able to quit like men. We can behave with wisdom and courage because we've got the Word of God in us. That's why he said, let the Word of God dwell in you richly. We are rich with the Word of God. And so when we need the Word of God, when we're in a situation, we can reach down and pull out some of that Word. We can say, I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Hallelujah. 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 Oh, bless his name. Oh, bless his holy name. Oh, bless his name. Hallelujah. So parakalesis is the word of God and the Holy Ghost, the comforter and the parakaleo encourages and strengthens us with the ability to be strong. How? Through the power of his word. The word of God is alive. The word of God is powerful. Hmm. In the midst of the tribulations that we must all endure through the power of his word, we can be strong. And it was by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost that Paul told the saints, be strong in the Lord yes, and in the power of his might yes, sir. So I'm telling you this morning, saints, be strong. Mm-hmm. Walk in truth, mm-hmm. for there is absolute safety in truth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Be strong in the Lord, hunger and thirst after righteousness, yes, and you shall be filled. Be strong in the Lord, and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Be strong in the Lord in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by faith in Christ Jesus. Be strong in the Lord in whom you trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Oh, I'm so glad I heard the gospel. I'm so glad I repented of my sins. I'm so glad I was baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of my sins. And I'm so glad I have the Holy Ghost. I have the comforter dwelling in me. I have the spirit of truth dwelling in me. I have the spirit of love dwelling in me. I have the spirit of peace dwelling in me. I have the spirit of joy dwelling in me. Oh, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Be strong in the Lord. You've been born again not of corruptible seed but incorruptible seed by the word of God. And the word of God lives and the word of God abides forever. And if the word of God is in you, you shall live. If the word of God is in you, you shall abide forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be strong in the Lord. Pray without ceasing. Don't stop praying. Pray in the spirit. I told you, I pray all all day in the spirit. All day I pray in the spirit. That's where my strength comes from. That's where my peace comes from. That's where my contentment comes from. That's where my joy comes from. from. Because the adversary will come at you. He will come at you through your flesh. And your flesh hates you. Did you know that? Your flesh can't stand you. Your flesh hates your sanctified soul and your flesh will come against your sanctified soul and accuse your sanctified soul. Why? Because the devil and his demons are an accusers of the brethren. Yes, sir. So he can't get in you, but he can try and torment you. Be strong. Be strong. We can be strong. Not only can we be strong, we are strong. We are strong. We, are, we can do all things through Christ What? because he gives us the strength. Mm. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And he'll never leave us. And he'll never forsake us. And he's always there when we call him. He that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. He's our God. He's our Lord. He's our Savior. He's the one who loves us and gave himself ransom for us. So let's be strong in the Lord yes, and in the power of his mind. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Father, we thank you for your word. Your, your word gives us what we need when we need it. Father, we needed to hear this that this morning. We needed to hear that we need to be strong because this world can weigh heavy on us and we thank you that we can look to you for our strength. We look to you for our hope. We look to you for our peace. We look to you for our joy. Lord, in you we live and move and have our being. Thank you for being there in Jesus' name. Anyone in need of prayer this morning? Anyone in need of prayer? Okay. Well, this is our interactions, interactive segment. Anything stood out to you? Was something significant to you? Uh